Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to Such a Lady with your host Siobhan and this is our third episode. Now, I probably won't keep saying how many episodes but I was reading this thing and it said that most podcasts usually, um, most people stop and quit before the seventh episode. So that's not going to be an option for us at Such a Lady. So I definitely will be saying this is episode up until seven. After that, I can't promise that I'm going to be able to keep up with it because I usually don't know what day of the week it is, but I bet you we'll make it to seven and you'll know that. (laughs) So it's good to be back and um, here with you all. I can definitely tell that I'm starting to get more comfortable talking to you guys, which is always a good thing. I was laughing because, um, you know, the such a lady podcast is about people always think like I was saying last week people always think that we always have it together and what people don't realize is that half the time like with me even if it looks like I have it together I really don't have it together I'm probably like one prayer away from losing all my marbles and so I'm single guys and so I uh I, I was on a dating site and I met this guy and we went out to we we scheduled to go out and have um dinner which was fun and when I got there which I hate dates anyway I hate dates I hate dating with my whole entire soul but you know you got to put in work to get where you want to go and so he was like, let's meet up for dinner. And I'm like, okay. So I get all dressed up. And I don't know if any of y'all are like me, but hey, one thing I can't stand is wasting a good outfit. So I get all dressed up. I put on some makeup. It's hot outside. So, you know, we don't like wearing makeup when it's hot outside, ladies. But I put on makeup and I get to the restaurant. And I sit down and he's looking at me. And okay, ladies, I kid you not. One of his... <laughs> eyeballs was very wandering and when I tell you like I it it was doing its own thing the whole time we were eating and so I'm telling myself Siobhan don't look don't look don't look I'm trying to take the focus away from that and I'm like that's probably why you're single because you focus on the wrong thing so I'm like trying to talk to him I'm giving him a chance you know hey this might be your your person Siobhan like the the wandering eye might just be something you have to settle for might be So we finished eating and I mean, it was okay. I kind of pushed through and he was like, well, you know, let's just go to have a a, a drink. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, okay, again, Siobhan, this might be your person. So we go to have a couple of drinks, but we don't make it that far. We get there and he is telling me about his past experiences and how he's not judgmental. And he kept bringing that up. And I'm like, why do you keep bringing up the fact that you're not judgmental? tell me about it. Let's talk about it. Why? And something was like, ask this man, does he stay with his baby's mama? And sure enough, he said, I do. But wait a minute. Listen, I only stay there five out of seven nights a week. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, bartender, pour me another drink. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. But it made me think about it because had it been the old Siobhan, I wouldn't have been able to just politely say thank you for the dinner and get up and walk away and I think a lot of times people don't realize that everybody's 
mental capacity is not the same. So whereas he told me that thinking, okay, well, you know, you're going to be okay with the fact that I have a baby's mama that I only stay with five out of seven nights a week. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. But I guess he thought that was okay. But what if my mental capacity wasn't there? What if he told me that and I just lost it? What if he told me that and I just lost it and went off and was like, how dare you? And you're wondering, okay, let me stop. Okay. But I'm just saying like, we, people have to be mindful of the things that they do when they mess with people's hearts, because the heart is a very sensitive thing to play with. And that brings us to our next story, which is about Takesha Gilmer. And she grew up in Houston, Texas. Um, everything I read up on her, she had a rough childhood, which doesn't excuse anything, but she, by the time she was 16, her and her mom had been going back and forth for so long that her mom finally was like, listen, you gotta go. And so she put her out and Takesha was staying from house to house, man to man, whoever would let her in or whoever would accept her at that time is where she laid her head at. And so one night she was out on the streets and this older guy named Daryl, um, Bellert pulled up to her and he asked her if she needed a ride. Now, Takesha being used to men taking advantage of her um, because of her situation, this wasn't new to her. She, hey, you want a ride? Yeah, I'll take a ride. And so she took him up on his opportunity and they got to talking and Takesha found out that, you know, Daryl was a a former vet and he had been in the, in the service and he had his own place, he had a car, he had money in his pocket. And all of these things that he was telling Takesha that he had were all of the things that she didn't have. So he was offering her something that she didn't have at home and that she she was looking for. And so he was basically putting it on a tray saying, here, I have this, would you like to have it too? And of course, (laughs) she snatched that offer right on up. The crazy thing about it was she was only 17 at the time and Daryl was 34. So it was a huge age gap. And I know y'all are going to think I'm lying because I just thought about it. I put two and two together. When you look at the page, go to the Instagram page, uh, my Instagram, such a lady 30 and you will see the picture. Daryl had a wandering eye too. He did. I kid you not. I don't know how. See, this was meant to be. How did that happen? Wandering eye at the date and then the story okay never mind all right okay let's keep going so anyway he had a wandering eye and although I couldn't find any pictures of Takesha outside of the picture that they took at her mugshot you know how you can look at a picture and see that someone has potential she definitely had potential to be a beautiful young lady he on the other hand doesn't look like somebody who she would have even given um a second glance to I think if she wasn't in the situation that she was in I don't think that she probably would have given him the time of day and Daryl um had an issue with his eye because he was a victim to a armed robbery somebody tried to rob him and they shot him and it, it wasn't clear on where they shot him at or how many times they shot him it just shows that after he was shot he ended up with a colos- a coloscopy bag and his eye was messed up. I don't know how the two went together, but that's what I came up with. And so he was, uh, I mean, if we're just thinking about it, he was older, 
He had something going on with his eye. He had this bag that he had to keep attached to him. And he just wasn't the best looking guy. But for her, she felt like, for Takesha, she felt like she had hit the jackpot. Like, she was, for her, she had hit the lotto. Um, And he took care of her. She didn't have to worry about where her next meal came from. And all she had to do was cook, clean, and, you know, be his companion. It started off as them just being friends. It wasn't a sexual relationship at first. And they were comfortable with that. But I guess over time, living together, she's cooking for him. You know, you get to laughing, joking, hee hee, kaka. Well, it turned into a sexual relationship. And Takesha comes to find out that Daryl has this extra money because he's doing a little nickel and diamond here with the drugs. Now, due to him being in the service and then him getting shot, he got a disability check. Um, but that wasn't enough to take care of him and Takesha. That was enough to take care of him. So what he was doing was, you know, selling a little um, marijuana here and there. Not too much, not enough to get noticed, but enough to keep a little change in his pocket. And Takesha was okay with that because based on her background, she didn't have any any schooling. She didn't have a high school diploma. She didn't have any work, eth- any work ethic because she didn't have any jobs. So whatever... Daryl was bringing in she was okay with that because that was always going to be more than what she had um eventually the sexual relationship and being together every day what happens it leads to Takesha ending up pregnant and of course she's excited because in her mind oh well I have a baby on the way and not only that but I'm gonna be a better mom to my kid than my mom was to me and I'm here in a relationship with Daryl and we're gonna be this big family and I think in her mind she had this idea of something that wasn't ever gonna be there because it was something that she never had and so um but in Daryl's mind he's like okay well you know what this baby's on the way I'm barely able to take care of us I got to do something different. And so he calls his drug dealer, the one that he, he gets his little nickel and dimes bags from, that he's like, okay, I need to up the game. Like, I need to step it up because I have a baby on the way. And he's like, okay, well, what I can do for you is I can have you delivering packages for me. So Daryl was delivering anywhere from 20 to 25 pounds of weed across the border. And he had this bright idea that he was going to take Takesha with him. Now, I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing it because he enjoyed her company. I think that he did it because in his mind, okay, I have a pregnant girlfriend. And if I do get pulled over or if someone does see me, they're not going to think that, okay, this pregnant girl with me and I'm selling and I have, you know, weed in my car. They're not going to put two and two together. And so I think that that was a good way for him to carry off the fact that he was um, bringing drugs across the border and he got away with it for quite some time. They were doing this for a while and it was putting money in their pockets. And then Takesha ended up giving birth to their son and she was excited about it. And in her mind, I guess she thought, well, you know, we've been doing this. We've got this money racked up. So the baby's here. We're going to focus on the baby because that's where her mom was at. But Daryl was like, no, we have to do bigger because he's going to grow. I mean, you know, he's just a baby right now, but this is not a temporary 
situation this is permanent like the baby's not going anywhere he's gonna get bigger like we have to think bigger and so he decides that he's gonna call his person up again and he's like hey what's the most you can give me and he's like okay well what I'll do is I'll give you 60 pounds now I'm not really familiar with marijuana like that or or weight I mean if I went and bought some I would probably definitely get um (laughs) gypped because I don't know what I should be looking for I don't carry a scale but from what I looked up and what I researched for about 60 pounds he was looking at bringing in at that time 30 to 40 thousand dollars so this would have been a really good lick for them if everything went as planned notice I said if everything went as planned so apparently where Daryl is at he can't get rid of this 60 pounds so he knows that he's gonna have to take it and either sell some where he's at in Texas or distribute it in different places so he's calling different people to see hey do you know somebody who wants to sell who wants to buy this big old purchase and he can't find anybody but he does get a hold of his sister-in-law Don who stays in Maryland now Don is not really Daryl's sister-in-law what I found out is that Daryl's brother was married to Don's sister and so you know how we do if you related to somebody I'm related to then we all family and so that's what it was so Don and Daryl called each other brother and sister-in-law so he gets a hold of her and she's like yeah I know some people down here in Maryland and they're yeah I I know some people who want to buy your product and so Takesha is like okay well I'll do this this run with you this last run because he's telling her this is going to set us up for a while and we can take some time off and just spend some time with the baby and in her mind she's like that'll be awesome family time great so they take the baby over to girl's mom's house and they're like hey can you watch him for a little while we'll be back and she's happy yeah I watched the cute baby yeah okay hopefully the baby was cute I think the baby was cute yeah the baby was really cute so Daryl and Takesha get on this 1,500 mile ride to Maryland and they're gonna get this weed dropped off and it's gonna be great. And when they get to Don's house, Don stays in a garage, an apartment above the garage that she's renting out from her sister-in-law. Her name is Wasibi. And Wasibi um, was at the house when they arrived. So when they got there, they they, um, saw Don Don's two kids. She had a little um, girl who was three. Her name was Shakela, and she had a little boy who was four. His name was Shakur, and was CB. Now <clears throat> they go in the house, and uh, Daryl puts the cooler with the weed in there in the bathroom, but he takes out just enough because Don tells Takesha and Daryl that she knows somebody who wants to get some weed from him, but not as much as he has. He doesn't want the 60 pounds, but he wants about three to four pounds and he wants it now. And so, and and I don't know if maybe it sounds like Don had some connections and she was about that life just because A, she knew who she could sell it to, who Daryl could sell it to. And then also um, for him to even call her she she knew what she was doing so she wasn't new to it so when I was reading it and I was looking everything up it said that when they went to go make the drop it was Don Takesha and Daryl and then Don's two children the three and four year old so and I was like why would you take your kids on a run like that with you but 
if that's the life that she lived, then I'm pretty sure that was normal for her. I mean, that's just not my life. So I don't judge. Like Odoo said, Siobhan, don't judge. I don't judge. <laughs> so um, they go and they make this drop and then they go back to the house. And Takesha is excited. She's like, okay, we didn't start it out. We already got this. We were down here. We're already moving the product. It's looking good. We're going to be home in no time. But when they get back to Don's apartment, Wasibi well, runs out and she catches them before they even get out the car. And she's like, hey, about five minutes before y'all left, three masked men came and they stole all of the product. And Daryl's like, what? Like, you got to be kidding me. Stop lying. So, of course, he runs up to the bathroom and everything is gone. And and here's my thing. I don't know if Don and Wasibi set him up because of the fact that I wasn't there. But it does not smell very good to me because, okay, all of a sudden you come down here with this weed and I know somebody who can hook you up. And then we leave to go meet the connect that I told you about and you come back and all of your product is gone. So to me, it didn't smell right in the first place. It smelled like a setup, but I wasn't there, so I don't know. So, Daryl is like, I'm sure by this point he's seeing red. Like, what is going on? Who got my stuff and where is it at? And so, he tells Takesha to round everybody up, get them in the house, and I'll meet you in the house. And, of course, she does what she's told. And I don't know if she did it because she just really loved him or if she felt like she had a sense of obligation to him because he had been taking care of her. I mean, like even in the beginning when she was doing the runs with him, did she do it because she was just one of those chicks that was really down for her man? Or did she do it because she felt obligated to him because he actually came in and took care of her when no one else did? And it seemed like he wasn't asking anything else in return from her other than her, you know, putting in a little time. It looks like she felt like he was the one getting his hands dirty. She was just sitting in the passenger seat. It looks like that's what she thought. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. She goes and she gets them in the house. So right now it's Don, it's her two kids, um, and then it's Wasibi. And they're all in the house. Well, Daryl comes in the house with two guns. He had brought two 45 caliber guns with them on the trip. And he hands one to, um, to Keisha and then he tells her to stand at the door so nobody can get out. So he looks at Don and he's like, okay, who, who has my stuff? And he's pointing the gun at her and she's like, I don't know. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if, if you do know, now would be the time to say that you knew because this man has this gun. But baby, she's thinking, this is my brother-in-law. He's not really going to do anything. He, his bark is probably not as big as his bite. Um, but Daryl's serious and he's like, hey, listen, where's my stuff at? Like, I don't care who has it. It just needs to get here. And Donna's like, I kid you not. I don't know what CB's like. I don't know. Of course, the three and four year old, they definitely don't know. But Daryl is like, somebody needs to know. And so I'm sure at this point he's anxious and panicky. So he calls his, his connect and he's like, hey, somebody took everything. Like it's gone. And his connect was like, listen, that sounds like a personal problem to me, bruh. But I'm going to need you to either get my money, my product, or somebody's head needs to get to rolling. And hangs up on Daryl. And I guess Daryl was like, well, you know, maybe in his mind he thought, if I show that I did something, then I won't. it won't be as bad. He'll know that I'm not the person who 
stolen because I mean it, I don't I'm not really big on the drug game but I do know that there are a lot of times where people will steal the product and say somebody else took it just so that they could have it and they'll make a profit off of it or they'll they'll use it so I know that everybody's hands aren't clean in the dirty game um but <clears throat> Daryl was serious about it and so when he got off the phone with his connect he shot Don in the leg and was like okay listen talk this is your last chance and she was like no I really don't know where it's at and so as soon as she said that he takes the gun and he shoots um Wasibi twice she dies immediately and so Don is on the floor now she's in pain because she's been shot and then not only that but she knows as a mother as a human being you know that something is finna happen what's next he just shot her he shot me in my leg the only people left are his girlfriend and then my two kids he's not gonna shoot her so they're the only thing that's left <clears throat> this is the point that makes me think that don didn't have anything to do with it. it 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 definitely was a setup it had somebody knew somebody had to have known but i don't think that she would let it go as far because as soon as daryl shot with cb he took the gun and then he shot three-year-old shakayla and after he shot her he took the gun and he shot four-year-old um Shakur who was holding his baby sister um and he shot him in the heart and it was hard for me to get his name out because that's so sad like I, I get it the drugs are gone I get it you owe money I get it something had to happen but for you to kill those babies especially because in my mind I'm looking at him holding his baby sister because she's already been shot and he he has to know that something is getting ready to happen but he knows that he couldn't save his sister and so and and the next thing that happens is that he dies so it's just a horrible thing and then I'm thinking like Takesha what are you doing here like I mean I wasn't there and I'm not judging her but I'm just wondering what was her mind at like I know that when she went on the trip her expectations were never that things were going to end up the way that they were at that moment when three people had already been killed and Don is laying here and her whole family has just been taken out right in front of her eyes um and I guess Daryl was just like okay let's finish it and so he shoots Don in the head and everybody's gone and he tells Takesha get your phone out take a picture so that we can send it to you know the connect so he knows that I took care of it. Somebody paid for what they did to his product. And so she takes it and the pictures and then they leave. They leave like nothing happened. They leave like he didn't just kill his niece and nephew and his sister-in-law and her sister-in-law. And they go back to their hotel room and I guess they clean up. They might try to get some sleep. They get something to eat. But then Daryl's mind is racing like he wants to go back to the apartment because he wants to find out if A, maybe the people who stole the, the, the drugs came back. B, did he leave something there that might lead to him? His And a lot of times, it, I mean, this is just me watching a lot of um, crime stories. A lot of times people will come back to the scene of the crime, whether it be because they want to find out if somebody found out that they killed the person and a lot of times they want to find out if they've killed the person so that they can see which direction the case is going okay does it look like it's looking towards me or sometimes they'll do it so that they can sway the case to not look towards them so 
it doesn't really say what his reasoning was was for going back there but when he gets back to the apartment he pulls up at the same time that um was cb's husband pulls up because he's looking for her he can't find her um he knew that she was with don at the apartment but she's not answering her phone and something just doesn't feel right and when he meets up with Daryl, he's like, hey, have you seen them? And he's like, yeah, I saw them earlier, but I was coming back over here to see if I could get a hold of them. And he tells them something went wrong with the drugs, like somebody stole it. So he's up front with them. He was just like, I was just coming to see if maybe they heard something. So at this point, um, Wasibi's husband is a little more nervous than he was before. And he goes in the house only to find his family is gone. His wife is dead. And his family, his niece and nephew, and his sister-in-law is gone. And Daryl is right behind him, grieving right along with him. And he's like, who would do this? <laughs> you did this, you know? And Takesha's just there. And I, and I, it doesn't really say what she's doing, but I'm thinking that maybe she was out of it. Cause I'm thinking I would probably be out of it. Like to, to have experienced all of that in one day, that's a lot going on. So once the police arrived, because Wasibi's husband called them, they're questioning everybody. Everybody has to get questioned. And Daryl, I guess he just assumes that he's smarter than the police. He's like, okay, I'm here. They're not going to think I did it because I'm family and I'm still on the scene. Most people who do things like that, they end up leaving. So they take him all down to the station and Daryl's holding his own. He's like, I, yeah, I came down here. I had some drugs I was going to sell. Somebody stole the drugs. I don't know who stole them. We were just going to go ahead and head back home. It was just a bad night for everybody. But Takesha, on the other hand, is in the other room and she's singing like Patti LaBelle. Like, <laughs> you can have it all. And she's telling them everything. And I think that Takesha, now mind you, again, she's only 17 at the time. She's, she, although, and, and, and not only that, but she's not experienced. She's been on the street, but she hasn't experienced life. I don't care what anybody says. Like, you haven't experienced life at 17. I mean, your brain, even regardless of what you've gone through, your brain hasn't experienced life at the age of 17. So I think that that Takesha uh, thought that, okay, if I just tell these people what they want to hear, this can be over. I can get back home to my son and it can be a wrap. I don't think she realized the magnitude of what they did and how that was drastically going to change her life. So once she had told them what happened and that they had killed these people and then the evidence started piling up because they weren't very careful. The apartment... I, and I don't know if the apartment was just a, I know that Don and her husband and her two kids lived there, but I don't know if they were doing drugs out of the apartment. And I only say that because the um, evidence photos and the reports show that the apartment was really, really dirty. It was really dingy and it was unkept. And it wasn't just because of that day. This was just the way that they had been living. So it was hard for them to find clues but there were clues there so even if Takesha didn't tell they were gonna get caught but it it helped that she did tell so Daryl still claimed that he didn't do it even with everything stacked against him he never once said that he did it at first once they got in court and the charges start piling in and the death penalty was on the table then he confessed because Takesha said you know what 
I've been a fool for quite some time, but I'm not going to be a fool anymore because they were offering her the death penalty too. It wasn't okay. Well, yeah, you were just the cute girlfriend that sat in the passenger seat with your sugar daddy. No, it was, you're going to go to jail and you're possibly going to die by lethal injection. So she said, you know what? I'll testify against him. And she did. And because she testified, she ended up getting life in prison. Um, she won't ever get to get out and see her son. And that's a sad thing. I mean, it's sad it, for everybody. It's sad for the, the children that passed away. It's sad for the their mom. It's sad for their aunt. It's sad for their families who are involved. It's sad for Takesha's son because he's not going to get to see his mom or his dad. Both.